Hi John, uh, I'm setting up my own consultancy practice that's going to help builders, merchants sell landscaping online. I know you're a heavy side builders, merchant, you sell landscaping. I want to do some great work. My first two clients I'm doing completely free of charge just to show what I can deliver. The only thing that I ask in return, John, is that you give me a recommendation. Adam, episode one, two, three. Yep. Uh, you have to do that. Email from a Mr. Well, Darren, not Mr. Not Mr. Darren. Although on, when you on, said Mr., I was looking at this thinking, pretty sure there's no surname on the, the thing that I sent across to you. Although on, email, I think on that right. subject, um, one of the, just going off topic already, so one of the, some of the posts that's come through for us in the process of getting the house uh, for, I think it's the electric. Just to give everyone some perspective, you've just bought a house. Just bought a house and the process of moving in and getting it all sorted. It's been a busy few weeks for us. Sorting the bills out, yada, yada, yada. Uh, One of them, I think it's the electric, is addressed to a Mr. Harry Harrison. (laughs) That's the best name ever. (laughs) So, yeah, but my first name's Harrison. I don't know where the confusion arose. But Harry Harrison was also on the draft deed that we were going to sign so what for ownership of the house ownership of the house wow in the contract and stuff so i don't know where that man's dropped on lucky (laughs) yeah um yeah so the wife and some someone some harry harrison owns my house apparently you keep (laughs) paying that mortgage (laughs) (laughs) anyway back to the email from darren it's a question it's a question um i'll read it out and then we'll discuss hi adam and harry you guys are a true inspiration oh. and have set me off on the process to achieve a dream that I started 10 years ago when I was 15. I follow your advice to, to set a quitting date for your job six months ahead. That day came and went last Friday. Um, do you have a date for this, by the way, or is it actually last Friday? I, no, this is definitely not last Friday. We've had a hiatus for about four weeks. It was probably just, just checking. So it, it was a, just before that. So this is, this is about weeks five weeks old now. Okay. So a few Fridays ago now, uh, he was still working at the same job. However, I've learnt a lot over the past six months, and that target passing has been a kick that I needed to, has been the kick I need to start doing. Although my job pays well, I need to leave to re- to re- regain my own time and energy to allow focus on creating a startup. But I still need an income to pay the bills. So my questions to you are one. How did you get started in consulting? And two, would you recommend leaving your day job to start consulting? Best, Darren. Cool. So this kind of comes back from way back when in one of the early episodes. We were talking about if you want to do a startup, don't just like up and leave, walk in, tell your boss to do one, and you're going to start up your own thing. There's too much risk in it. Yeah, you you kind of fill your free time with your passion and your next job. And then when you hit that tipping point, that's when you should focus fully on the stock exactly that because i think we spoke about there's i think we even went through this exercise uh where if you blocked off all the stuff in your calendar where you're actually just wasting time watching game of thrones or whatever it is there's loads of time in the day to start trying to build something and also if if the thing you're trying to start fails you want to at least still have a bit of a cushion to fall back <laughs> exactly on. and like he says he's got bills to pay everyone's mm. got bills to pay so you need some money coming in so we, we, we spoke about how Expert Trade started um, for the first 12 to 18 months, 12, uh, 15 months. Um, I funded it. I bootstrapped the business through doing consulting work, mm-hmm. paid for external development um, for an agency up in Sheffield. And that sort of got the first product off the ground um, and helped us get to where we are today. So I recommended 
Not necessarily recommended doing consulting, but I explained that was my path. Um, so what were the questions again, mate? Just to pull it back uh, in. How did you get started in consulting? And then would you recommend leaving your day job to start? So you Okay, so in terms of getting started with consulting, the work that I was doing previously naturally built a really good network of um, decision makers in the industry. So it wasn't as if I'd uh, gone from uh, selling roof windows uh, and working in the construction industry to all of a sudden trying to uh, do consultancy for people selling baked, baked goods. Like the two industries were exactly the same. Yeah, there's the, it doesn't look like there's any indication as to what he's doing now and whether the consulting is in that same genre yeah or whether the actual consulting is relating to what he wants to do down the line for yeah. a startup so the way that the way that i think about consultancy is if you a consultant needs to be sort of best in the world at something um in terms of when you go into an organization the the fees that you're normally going to be charging are going to be i mean people always take the mic consultancy rates are extortionate but that's mm -hmm. because you're hired to basically fly in fix a problem drop so, some knowledge bombs. drop some knowledge bombs boom Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then can you tell I'm ready for this this morning? Um, and then leave. Um, so in terms of starting consultancy, he just needs to understand what on earth he can do to deliver value. Mm -hmm. And knocking on doors and trying to build relationships up when you've got no track record is going to be super difficult. So I'm hoping, uh, Darren, Darren, yep, um, is that when you're thinking about consultancy through your current day job, and a lot of day jobs won't allow this. <clears throat> Um, that you've built up relationships with, uh, whether it's uh, companies that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis through your existing job, friends and family, whatever it is, you've got to go and tap into your existing relationships. And if you're not if you're not ballsy enough to go and try and sell services to those people first, then you're probably never going to make it as a consultant because knocking on doors and trying to build a fresh relationship when you've got no track record is going to be super difficult, especially when you're trying to charge the rates that you're going to need to to sustain mm. a business. So you've got your bills and you need to sustain money coming into a business to fund your startup. So you've got two mouths to feed. You've got your own and your businesses all of a sudden. So in terms of getting started consultancy, um, tap into existing relationships, package what you do up in a, in a really succinct way in terms of <clears throat> being a consultant sounds very woolly. For example, when I was doing the consultancy I did is we helped builders, merchants sell landscape materials online. The reason that I got deployed into that is because builders, merchants and manufacturers had no idea about the online world and space. So I went in and educated them on that. So not just, I didn't actually go and build the sites, but I went in, into the teams educating what the online landscape looks like, how to think about it, and then the sort of teams they need to build up if they want to think about doing online sales. That is a massive value add for a company mm. because it's going gonna, it's gonna to speed them up. And that's one of the things, is it's going to speed the company up, it's going to make them make a lot less mistakes moving forward. Um, so when you're going in charging £300, £200, £400, £500 a day, whatever it is, um, make sure that you've got a really well-packaged up product, the same as if you're going into a supermarket and buying something off the shelf. But to start, tap into existing relationships. If the people that already like you don't want to hire you, then there's a fundamental problem in what you're trying to sell. Step one. What was mm -hmm. the second one? Uh, well, it was, would you recommend leaving your day job to start consulting and then how did you get started? I guess one of my questions in, into it is how do you, and I know you said be it when you're consulting, you need to be kind of an expert in a certain yep. field, a certain aspect. How do you become a, uh, an authority that's worth paying for the consultation? 
how do you, so like say so you so you did kind of, you were dealing with most of these things like that. how do you how do you say okay right people are going to start hiring me yep. for an hour at a time or whatever to do consultant like how do you gain that position so can like anyone a, just click the fingers and take that role real good question um, it's a two step process so my first two clients I did completely foc I did free of charge so uh, I went in and I and how, but how did you get how did you get why did they ask for you to come in? They didn't. And uh, what I tried to cover off in the first bit of this is you need to go and knock on the doors of existing relationships yourself. Okay. Hi, John. Uh, I'm setting up my own consultancy practice. It's going to help builders, merchants sell landscaping online. I know you're a heavy side builders, merchant. You sell landscaping. I want to do some great work. My first two clients, I'm doing completely free of charge just to show what I can deliver. The only thing that I ask in return, John, is that you give me a recommendation. Mm. I did that. So you do put you push that service that you're offering. That you you're saying I I can come in and give you an hour. Exactly, hour because no one knows who the fuck I am at that point in time. No one knows that I'm offering that service. It's brand new. It's something that I thought about in bed at ten o'clock and thought that's what I'm going to do. No one else knows about <laughs> it. Um, so go out. And the thing is, if you're doing to, too many people say oh, I'm not doing free work, but free work's a great way to get recommendations. The industry that we're in is so small in terms of the decision makers. Twenty seven point one billion pounds spent a year. I think there's 350 decision makers. That is so small, okay, in terms of number of people. Go and do good work for two people and that will spread. But when you do that free work, let them know that, listen, I am going to be asking you for a recommendation once I've done this job in four weeks' time or two weeks' time or two days' worth of work. Set that tone up front yeah. so they know that they're going to do that recommendation. So then it's very easy. You've got two great recommendations from two influential people in your industry and then you just go and call the next 10 and say, yeah, I've done work for John. Um, here's his phone number. You know his company? Yeah, of course you do because you're in the industry and it's so small relatively. Um, have a speak to him, see what I've done. Uh, my rates are normally this, but I'm going to be doing this for the next five clients and just work your way up. So I, <clears throat> I worked up from £150 a, from free to £150 a day, £350 a day to £350 a day plus £1,000 a month retainer. Um, and for the first, after about six months in, like the company was doing about £6,500 pure consultancy revenue a month. And that just got deployed straight into that company up in Sheffield, which I won't name because I've got bad taste in my mouth about them. Um, but yeah, that just got deployed into the product. The problem that you're going to have is when you start making that money, you're going to think, oh, this is actually really comfortable. step down in this. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it'll be like, oh, this, is really, uh, this is really comfortable, so I'm just going to keep doing consultancy and screw the startup. What if you enjoy it? If you enjoy it, but it depends on why you do the consultancy in the first place. Mm. Keep it in perspective. Um, <clears throat> so would you recommend leaving consultancy? Leaving your day job to do consultancy, was that the follow-up? Yeah. yeah. Would you recommend leaving your day job to start consulting? So I would... Re I, I, I guess, just to jump in, I guess that you kind of use the same principle as you were saying about doing the startup. You're not just going to go headfirst into that. You could do consulting on the side. Exactly that. So there's two things. One, <laughs> what Harry just said, is take the same approach as if it's startup. Do it on the side. Do it evenings. Might be difficult to do it evenings, especially if it's a sort of role where you've got to go into a company. Mm. So when I was in consultancy, it was uh, they'd organise a day. I'd go in and train people within their team. I can't do that at evenings and weekends. Um, so depends on the relationship you've got with your boss, <coughs> which is an interesting one. You might explain to him, and this is all about not burning bridges, which is something I'm a big, big believer in. If you want to speak to your boss and say, listen, I've, I've, I'm really passionate about building my own business and here's my vision. I said, but that's not going to happen for the next two or three years. So I would like to scale back and only do four days a week because it's going to give me time to build my thing up. And I says, and 
in return, I'll be completely transparent with where I am with that and give you plenty of notice for when I'm ready to leave. Because let's just say you did that to me today. In my head, I'm thinking I would much rather retain Harry for the next three years and have his services and help him compared to say, well, F you, I know you're going, here's your B45 and out the door. So depending on the relationship you've got, mm. and it all comes down to how valuable you are to your business. If you're not that valuable, then they're going to be like, listen, if you're going to leave, I'd rather you leave in the next four weeks just so I can fill the spot. So be careful. If you think you're valuable and got a good working relationship, you could potentially work yourself down to four days a week, three days a week, and have a really smooth transition. Four days a week is nice and easy because 20% of your time you can dedicate to your consultancy and then your startup and then scale it up from there. Um, but definitely just don't leave your job if you've got no clients. Yeah, it's taking the leap without anything to uh, fall back on is always a risky move. Yeah, uh, and there's going to be there's going to be big risks you got to take. Mm. But while you've got no like as a startup, like we've got clients now, we've got customers, we've got a whole heap of different customers. Like the risks that we take have to take all of those people into consideration now. When you've got no customers and clients, you shouldn't. You, you've got no unnecessary risks to take at that point in time. <clears throat> so, you, time is on your side. Be a little bit patient. And uh, yeah, and and just spend the, the downtime that you've got during the working week to, to build this thing up. And I'm hoping that the consultancy that you're doing is going to feed into the startup mm. because you're going to do so much great work. If you're really good at your consultancy role, you're going to build up some great relationships. What you then want to do is package those relationships up to then fund your startup. <clears throat> John, I did this work for you 12 months ago. We helped you get online. I can see you doing really well with that. I've just launched my startup. It does this, X, Y, and Z. You've already built up loads of trust with him. He should then be your first customer. So job into consultancy, consultancy customers into your first clients for your startup. Good. Good. Wrap it up I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to hear uh, kind of what his uh, startup is and what the consultant is as well, just to kind of wrap that up. Perfect. So I'm going to get that sent in to you. So Darren, can you follow up with Harry at Harrison at experttrades.com two T's in the middle one S at the end uh, and we'd love to find out what you do with the show mate. the show yeah. and the Harrison is spelled A-D-A-M <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can also are you going back on social? going back on social mate We've, I've just taken four weeks off the whole thing uh, just with the last show actually got was really well received which was the Kakanel TV so there's going to be a follow up to that but that came around because you're in the middle of doing a round of investment and that's just been been the core focus. That as well as the, the, the team's focus on all the... Like, I mean, we look like a bloody builder's merchant at the moment in here. We've got some really fun things cracking off. So... That's a startup show. Is that it? Yeah. Is that the Instagram? I'm surprised. I don't know, man. I, I feel like I, I feel need... like I'm more invested in this show than you are, you know, sometimes. Is it, is, it, <laughs> is it our startup show? I can't even check. I've got no internet connection. I'm in airplane mode. I remember to put it in airplane mode. Our startup show will go with that. We're on Instagram, guys. Um, this is where you're going to find out what shows we're putting out. Keep the questions coming in. Darren, best of luck with anything that you're doing. If we can help with anything, please follow up. Uh, and we'll speak to you soon. Nothing compares to the pair, we just different, we speak in trigonometry.